Welcome to the only podcast that shares the astronomical and mathematical positions of the heavenly bodies. This is Sky Astrology. No, not astrology. This is Sky Astrology via astronomy. Welcome to the 391 podcast of where the heavenly bodies are. Can that be? Can that be? I know I'm not here that often. It's just that it's so much fun being in a space where there's no censorship and the freedom to do what you want and to serve and share real information that is necessary during these times, these times we are in. So I am catching up and sending out a special a special connection, a special podcast episode for you. I know I have a lot of listeners over these years and I appreciate you. And so I want to share a little bit about what's going on at the moment. I would like you to, of course, if you feel called to come over to my new website, there are episodes that you can listen to. There is this weekend of information about sky astrology. We can get to know each other a little better. And with that, we can perhaps figure out how you too can have the access to the daily podcast, which of course I think would be exciting if you have been listening all these times. So this is the 390 seconds. Sorry, I'm just checking. So you know, unfortunately, I've had to go private with the podcast because of the times we're living in, but also because it's so important to get the right information out and to create a energy around sky astrology that is clear because we are in a metamorphosis period where people are waking up to the possibilities of detaching from certain programs like Western astrology, like Vedic, like any label that might be. And it is different for my, it's diff, there's a difference between sky astrology and these other, you know, long established ideas and programs and concepts and because I am at the very beginning of developing that and because I have a different approach that is one of the main reasons I need to keep it in a particular space so that it won't be misconstrued as it was slowly um uh as it slowly happened in a couple of cases. So anyway, and it's, you know, just perfect because um, I'm lucky enough to have the beautiful family of the sky, Amanyak. And we have two Zoom calls a month and the beautiful souls. And 
yeah, we're just connecting the dots, which is really important during these time and to have support of like-minded people. Yes, indeed. So the reason I'm going to come on today is because tomorrow is International Woman's Day, right? And just to catch you up on what's been going on with Sky Astrology and a lot of the things I've been discovering and feeling into, and because it has a lot to do with a woman, with the woman, the womb man, uh, I thought it would be a good time to share a little bit of that. So I did have a segment of the information from this weekend or from what is astrology that will follow this part of the this segment of this episode and in case you haven't heard about where the heavenly bodies are going to be they are in a powerful space as we have currently Mars aligning with the energies of the galactic plane because that Milky Way arch that I uh, have been deep diving into its understanding of connecting to the mother to the womb right to the womb and the connection between milky way and galaxy and galaxy means milk and so many codes bringing it all back full circle to what really aligns with what I'm talking about and I want to take this opportunity to share with you that I have developed my own house quote house system I like to call it uh experiences so and I don't like to use system so it is a interesting use of looking at our experiences as earthlings or souls that are having an experience here on this earth and where it all starts and it starts in the womb and this space I don't feel aligned to call it the 12th house anymore so if you want to know more about that please reach out to me I am really excited to celebrate the beauty of that womb that space that belly where life develops where life thrives where the water being before it is an earth being 
is living in the waters, is growing in the waters. And therefore, it is the first contact with this earth plane through sound, through the sound of the mother's voice, but through the lens of the water and the vibrations of the waters and of her waters, because this is about the mother in connection to what we know as the mother sky, the waters, the clouds, the waters above, the heavens, and where we are growing here on this earth plane, we are developing, and we can see and connect when we are not fixed on any programs or ideas that were given to us as complete um, fact, like, okay, you live and you die, so that's going to be the 12th house, you know, that's the end. And everything starts with the first house when you're born. The thing is that we know through technology that we know more than that now. We know now that babies have an experience that they remember in the womb. So that's where it starts, you know, and I feel called. This is where my house system starts at zero, zero to 11. There you have it. And if you use it, please say it's a Sky Astrology experience house system. Um, just a small request because, yeah, it's only fair to the people you serve to be clear about where these ideas are coming from. Okay, and it is also respecting the souls that shared their life's experience with me and through this last 18 months of being able to connect with quite a few souls and of course the 30 years before really living my life aligned with Western astrology and then moving away from that and then re-examining what astrology is and then creating my own uh, concept. This is my story. This is the story that I can use to tell others how I am understanding the energies and then I can share that in a personal way with them. And that is why I am very seldom here um, yeah, sharing information because of the metamorphosis and because people um are so used to just looking for the next new thing working for looking for the next label looking for the next this looking for the next that it it takes time to really find truth in this life it really does and so i hope you respect that that i'm sharing that but i feel so called to share this at this time with those of you who've been listening 
to the podcast for ages. <laughs> yeah, so that is the big boom, boom, chicka, boom, boom, boom. I think I'm going to really release that tomorrow. Um, It'll be on the Monday. Well, we're almost to Monday. So this will be released on Monday the 8th, which is the affinity sign, which is connected to the mother and everything like that. The cycle that never ends, right? So, yeah. Thanks for listening. Know that I want to say, right, Mars is in Taurus, moving through the galactic plane for the next few weeks or so. That Pluto is at the end of Sagittarius, that Venus and Neptune and our Sun are in Aquarius. I'm all about to shift out of there, actually, which will be interesting. So what I do is to stay in the moment. Let's enjoy. What can we enjoy about the beauty of Venus, Neptune, and our sun here in this Aquarius, this water and air space, this thought space. And, of course, the fact that they will be moving into Pisces, into water, into pure water, right? Because this part of the sky called the sea, so there's already water there. But also we have also three heavenly bodies in Earth, in the part of this Aquarius space that is shared with Aquarius. So Capricorn and Aquarius overlap in part in the sky, and this is where Saturn more or less almost is, but definitely Jupiter and Mercury are there in this part of the sky of Capricorn. So that is a good balance, I think, with the Earth and the air. But also, I always say, with Earth and air, it's up to us to ground the ideas, up to us to treasure the thought and manifest it and to be grateful for the insights for the aspirations that seem to align with us they're gifts from the universe is my personal opinion and here on this earth plane we are here to bring them into existence so that we can share them yeah and where else did I tell you I'm recording this on the eve of the 8th where our moon is in Sagittarius but on the day of the International Woman's Day it will be aligned with Pluto which could be quite interesting because Pluto is still connected to Scorpio which is water and our moon of course is Cancer and these are moving towards Pisces so very strong intuitive water energies I'm feeling for sure this part of this time where we are coming to the anniversary of some 
things that really changed the world. It was first the horrible earthquake in Japan was also March 11th. And then March 11th last year is when the WHO declared corona a pandemic. And by doing that, a lot of things happened to change the world forever. And uh, I'm looking at it, how can we make it change the world for the best and not in the worst way, right? We always still have a choice. So let's know and align with that so we know that we are the co-creators. Um, you know, it'll be 10 years since that earthquake in Japan. It was 2011. So, yeah. Interesting or not. We will see. Okay, you guys. I think I've tallied along for an quite a bit there's some music from a beautiful soul uh her name is cherish she has an instagram account please visit it it's uh bringing awareness to child trafficking and human trafficking and to cherish the children the song is called rise up and i was really moved by it it's absolutely stunning So, yeah, I'll leave you with that and hope to see you on the other side. I have a lot in store. All you have to do is sign up and we'll be in touch. It's also helping me to be more effective because I need to keep things in one place. And I'm hoping that the new website will do this and the other website will not will be ceasing to exist uh, this month. Okay. So, take care of yourselves. Be perhaps motivated by the circle of life, the infinity of life, the evidence that the soul lives forever and that we are eternal, and therefore, what we do today is part of what we are doing tomorrow or in the next incarnation and the best choices are those that are aligned with unconditional love lots of love from me all the best So I love this question. What is Sky Astrology based on? Well, this is a very quite complicated answer. And this is what this weekend is about, is getting down to the details. So first, I will answer this in two parts. The first part will be the physical 
and scientific answer. And the second answer will be the metaphysical and spiritual answer. First, what is scientific and what is pseudoscience? I mention that because it is a well-known fact that astrology, the Western astrology based on 12 signs and the zodiac are considered a pseudoscience. Why are they considered a pseudoscience is the first thing I think we should answer. Now, what is exactly pseudoscience? Well, it consists of statements, beliefs, or practices that claim to be both scientific and factual, but are incompatible with scientific method. Oh, well, what scientific method? Scientific method is an empirical method of acquiring knowledge that has characterized the development of science since at least the 17th century, before that anyway. It involves careful observation, applying rigorous skepticism about what is observed, given that cognitive assumptions can distort how one interprets the observations. So I can even start with that because ask anyone I know, I will wait and double check and look for proof before I say something that I want to associate with sky astrology. It's not just me thinking, oh, one instance, and then, oh, that must be the truth. I feel it, I sense it, you know, I got this feeling that this is true. I have to say, that's why I am so thankful that I do get to practice as a sky astrologer, that I do get to see other people's skies, because this is my scientific approach. The science is based on biology. It's based on a an experience that a person has when they enter this earth plane, or you can just call it when they're born. Because what biologically happens to every single one of us who is alive now on this plane is that we developed in the matrix, in the mother womb, in a place of water, as water beings. And when we are born, we are losing that experience as a water being. And we are then becoming this, we are entering this experience as a earthling. We are born on the earth and we are having a human experience. Now, we have an experience through sound in the womb of this earth plane, but we do not yet have a physical relationship to what's out and outside of the womb and what's happening on the earth. 
So what does this have to do with the science and the physical? (laughs) Everything. First of all, this is a physical experience that one has from the development time in the womb, being surrounded by water, hearing the sounds through the lens of water, being as close as anyone could get to another human being, really. And that experience carrying over into what I call the second experience, or actually, you could say I call it the first experience, not to be confused with the first house, because that's another question to be answered. I'm not going to let the the, <laughs> the surprise out the back yet. So, physically what's happening is something biologically that happens, that is proven, that we can observe, that we observe every time a child is born, that we notice there's a difference. There's the things such as dry birth, where the baby is in the womb without any water and needs to be delivered quickly because that is part of the required experience in the womb is to be surrounded by water otherwise it just doesn't work so and fluid I mean water the fluid so that is what astrology is based on and this is due to a repeated observation, investigation, hypothesizing about the importance of that time. And the science that's been developed since the 80s, we know, because actually before the 80s, they weren't so sure about the experiences or some of the experiences of the fetus in the womb. So now that we have this scientific proof of what's happening in the womb with the baby, now that technology has allowed us to peep into what's happening with the baby in the womb, we know we have this scientific proof. And with this scientific proof, I have been able to assist souls to connect with that information and Weirdly enough, this like gets me every time. How is it that the heavenly bodies have positioned themselves at the time of birth to express or to show the characteristics of the time in the womb and, of course, the birth moment? Now, that question I can't answer. That's the first half of that question, which is the biological. Well, actually, that's the biological and the physical experience, right? And the scientific uh, experience as well that is based on, okay? Now, another part of this that I want to say really important about the science of this and what I tell people when they have a discovery call with me, which is now going to be More or less, I'm not sure yet, automatic, but this will be part of the information I'm sharing, is that when we know and have experienced 
proof of a calculation based on maths that give us the ability to predict a natural occurrence, then this is a scientific fact. So solar and lunar eclipses are scientific facts. That's the bottom line. What's great about that is that we know it works. We know that when the astrophysicist or whoever it is, even if we don't believe NASA, whatever, we know that somebody says they calculated that on this day, at this time, at this place, there's going to be a solar eclipse. And with this information, people can book very expensive trips to that particular place so that they can have that experience that once in a lifetime I've heard amazing experience and I have had a lunar eclipse experience and it is quite special I have to say now the fact that that can be mathematically calculated and that it has proven to be true that it's right on time is the first part of understanding the relationship to sky astrology because this verifies first that the math that they use is correct. Secondly, it also helps us to understand how important time and place are. Because of course, there could be a day where there's a solar or lunar eclipse and in one country, in one town, they won't notice it. But in the place that they specify, of course, everything changes. The day might go to night in, a time, in the case of a solar eclipse. With that information being said, I see every birth in a way as a phenomenon. It is in a way. If you can grow from a seed into a full-fledged baby in less than 10 months, I think that's nothing short of a miracle. And your transition into this earth plane, at the time you lose your waters, we take that time as a timestamp, and with that, we erect your sky. In sky astrology, I call it a sky, but it's a natal chart. That's what you would know it as. And another reason why, quite different from Western astrology, is that the ascendant is the most impactful calculation. It is so impactful, not just because somebody decided it was, because it sounded good. No, it's because of the mathematical change that occurs with the stars that are in a particular position seen from the place that the birth is taking place on the eastern horizon from that latitude and longitude, okay? So at that time, which constellations were actually rising and what degree of our sun's ecliptic travel aligned to that particular degree was also rising 
at the time that one was born. This is the most sensitive calculation and of course it's the most impactful moment in one's life. Therefore, using the science and the physical occurrence, we know that this is a powerful information and I have the experience that this moment is a impactful moment upon which I base a big part of the physical and scientific understanding of sky astrology. Thank you for listening. Welcome to the Sunday episode. I just had to play this beautiful song from Cherish. That's her name. Her handle is Cherish the Children. I'll put it in the podcast notes. And thank you, Sima Lutis Vine, for sharing her post to this amazing inspirational song called Rise Up perfect for this Sunday. 
I will go out with the rest of that song. I will play Maria's song, Galactic Love. Our moon is still in the galactic part of the sky in Sagittarius. So that's all good for galactic energy, (laughs) right? And we are on this Sunday saying goodbye to our lovely Mars visit in that part of the sky. Of course, we have a lot of other things to celebrate. Mars has cleared the Pallades star system. I wonder if you have noticed anything in that manner. Please feel free to contact me and let me know if you have for that. So today is the day before the so-called International Woman's Day, which I kind of steer away from this concept of International Woman's Day because every day is your day. And so if you have a sky location um app then it's good to take a moment and look and see where the stars are if there's any stars close to a star of yours now of course if you have a sky chart or natal chart you can do the same thing of course it would be helpful if you had one that was aligned with the inclusion of the calculation of the 13th sign as it is in the sky and you can get one of those from me if you haven't already So, when we are moving with our attention to the sky, we are not moving alone. We are moving with the heavens above as they also move across our sky. When we share our attention when we put our attention towards what's happening in the sky then that gives us an opportunity to move with those energies as they have their effect like the sun has its effect in the daytime on the plants here so do we have an opportunity to be part of that energy exchange It is, of course, a challenge because we are used to focusing our attention on the physical realities of this earth plane. But there are metaphysical realities of this birth plane. And I will talk about that after I tell you where the heavenly bodies are at 2222 on the 7th of March 2021 and when I talk about 
the answer to that. I will be answering one of my questions from this weekend's What is Sky Astrology? The question was, what is Sky Astrology based on? And the first answer is the physical and the scientific things that Sky Astrology is based on. And this one is based on the metaphysical and the spiritual Things that Sky Astrology is based on. I always say that Sky Astrology is based on my journey. And these are the particulars of that journey that I find have this metaphysical essence to it. Now, I always find it fair and necessary to explain exactly what I mean by metaphysical. Let's look at what metaphysical can mean or what is said about what is metaphysical. It is an adjective. It's relating to metaphysics. The essential metaphysical question of nature of mind. And metaphysics is a branch of philosophy that examines the fundamental nature of reality, including the relationship between mind and matter, between substance and attribute, and between potentiality and actuality. That's quite interesting, isn't it? So, with that being said, what I want to share about my metaphysical journey and what I have used to base Sky Astrology on is, of course, the physics, quantum physics. Now, depending on what you think of quantum physics, some people believe it, some people do not. Um, Based on my experience, I believe in quantum physics. I believe in the concept of the the double slit experiment. I believe that matter is what we focus on comes, you know, is in existence because we are the observer. And taking from quantum physics ideas and, of course, my life's journey... I use this concept of metaphysics, I mean quantum physics, to explain how impactful it is to know where the heavenly bodies are in the sky. You could even call it a way of visualization because it's taking something abstract, this abstract concept, and using it in the reality that we have and so when I use or when I speak to you which is a lot about the voice when I 
share kind of a proven scientific relationship between elements as based on gardening by the moon or biodynamic farming. I am using this part of physics, which is the integration between these elements and how water and matter interchange energies and transferring it to use for us, for people, for our 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 disposition, our soul, who we are, and the fact that we are a part of this equation, it's my personal opinion, in relationship to the heavens above. The heavens who have been moving with a very consistent cycle and rhythm since the beginning of time. And I have a high reference for this energy that over time, obviously, for I would think, would have a particular impact on this earth. Now, that is the metaphysical answer in simple terms of what I want to say. If you are curious about knowing more about Sky Astrology, please feel free to visit the link in the description, just go to also skyastrology.love and choose what is Sky Astrology Weekend and there's some free information available. I'm going to extend it for tomorrow, Monday Motivation and Women's Day uh, extension. And yeah, I'm here to answer any questions. Feel free to book a discovery call to know more about how this is pertaining to your own personal energies and at the time of your birth. Have a fantastic moment and thank you for listening. Cheerio.